What's going on, world? Welcome back to the Next Level Speakers Academy podcast, the number one speaker training podcast in the world. I think I can say that. We're on episode, what, four now, something like that? Three or four. So I I feel like I can say that now. You know what I'm saying? We're number one (laughs) in the world. Number three, uh, episode three, uh, it is good to be back on here, man. It is good to be back with my brothers. And we got a special guest today. Yes. Uh, But before we get to our special guest, Jeremy, highlight the people, man. How you feeling? How's your week been? Good, man. Good. I've been locked in. Um, been a productive week. Um, a busy week, but productive. I try to say productive as opposed to busy, because I could be busy and really not getting nothing done. Yeah. Um, but it's been productive, yeah. man. I've been locked in. Feel great. Back yeah. on my regiment. You know, now, I called you. You were on a plane, I believe. Or you were about to walk into a gig the other day. Where, where, where gig um, was that? I was in Indianapolis. I was in Miami the day before speaking, and then I flew that night to Indianapolis and spoke the next day. Okay. And then flew right back to the crib. How was it? Phenomenal. Couple big bags and uh, yeah. so bring yeah. back to yeah. the family. It was, it was. You know what I'm saying? I walk in, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, like the championship parade. Yeah. After you come yeah, home yeah, yeah. the gig. You know His what I'm saying? wife feel like that though. That's the question. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's not a lot of stuff that moved her and she get used to it. And nowadays the deposit hit before I even get there. Right. So back in the day, I'd come home with that check like, blah, blah. Now yeah, it, that thing didn't hit the bank. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Um, but we're grateful for it all the same. Nah, we definitely grateful, <laughs> no, man. No. And our guest today, the man of the hour. Come on. Uh, man, just one, a phenomenal human. Period. Uh, two, a phenomenal speaker uh, and leader, educator, uh, and somebody with just an amazing heart. Um, he's been a part of the crew for a while. Um, and I'll let him get into kind of his backstory. But ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for my man, Dustin Ribbonbank. Yes, yes. Yes, what's going yes, on, brother? Hey, How you feeling? Rivenbark. But hey, it's cool. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Listen, Rivenbark. So I get it all the time. Okay. All the Riven time. Bank. Hey, he was thinking yeah. bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the bank. Put the money <laughs> in the <laughs> bank. You were already talking about that. Dust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, dust no. to me. No, so, so CJ, man, hey, that's a common mistake. I get that all the time. Listen, yeah. Hey, it's just an honor and yeah. privilege to be able to be here, uh, share the mic with you guys. Absolutely. And so yes, I'm excited, sir. man. Uh, talk to us, man. How you been, man? What, what's man, been going on, man? Man, so crazy busy. So yeah, man, it's been. It's I been, asked Dustin if he good. was coming to Mexico with us. Dustin go usually come to Mexico with us. He was like, Nah, man, I got a couple gigs, got to you know handle. <laughs> we out here. Working, I can't be man. you know hanging with the peasants no more. So no, but let me say something. So at our annual conference, you know, we have the award ceremony yep. on the final day. See and. And last year, we had, like, three major awards, like the Diamond Award for different people that do, like, seven figures a year. Yeah. I mean, six figures a year. And a few of them couldn't make it because they had gigs. And I was like, as hurt as I am. Crazy. Because our conference is, I like, our Super Bowl, right. like, yeah, family union. Of course. But I was like, I guess that's a good reason. So yeah. Crump been getting on me, like, bro, put, put the dates out there as early as possible so yeah. everybody can be there. But yeah. when I hear you can't come to a mastermind or a meetup, Cause you got a gig, I can't help but frown, yeah, smile. Next come level on. speakers academy is what on. we do. Yeah, I love that. So why don't you just start with the backstory, man? Who you, where, where you from? You know, what do you man. do? So, and uh, how did you get to this moment? Yeah, man. So I'm from a small town, man, Columbia, Alabama. Shout out. Uh, and so, man, we got like a thousand people in our town on a mm. good day, man. And wow. So uh, just a just a wild kid with a crazy dream to change the world had no idea what that was going to look like, what that was going to be. But, man, I moved I moved around a lot. My mom, uh, she she kept us on the move. And so, um, you know, I was one of those where I fell into, you know, a troubled youth early on, you know, and so arrested at 16 years old, dropped out of high school senior year. And so, 
Um, but I got my, praise God, right? Got my, got my mess together, uh, went offshore, did 10 and a half years, man, in the oil field, oil and gas industry, where I learned the value of hard work, man. I worked my way from a roustabout to a subsea engineer, bro. It's almost unheard of in that world. And so, um, you know, about seven years ago, man, you know, bypassing a lot of story, a lot of history here, the bottom fell out of the uh, oil field, man. And my final year, I was making 150 racks, you know, my final year. And so, but God had intervened in my life so much so um, that I kind of had felt called to go into ministry. And so when I left the oil field, I had a couple of options. It was either, you, you know, prostitute myself out by, by trying to stay in the oil field by any means necessary, right? Or fulfill my God-given calling, step into my destiny. And what that was going to look like, I had no idea. I just had to be obedient in the moment, man. And so, yeah. And so, and so from there, man, I went into, you know, uh, uh, ministry as a, as a youth pastor, my wife and I. During our first year of ministry, man, we experienced the hardest year of my life, bro. So, so we lost our daughter, Callie Grace, to Potter Syndrome. Um, I experienced death five months later with the passing of my mom. Man. How old was your daughter when she passed? So she was, uh, she was born. Um, she passed away inside the womb. Okay. And so uh, uh, one What's Potter month Syndrome? Shot. I'm not familiar. So Potter Syndrome, see, is when you're born without kidneys or a bladder. Mm. And so uh, early on, we were hearing words like termination, abortion, but we decided to carry Callie Grace for as long as God would sustain her, Absolutely. Right? And so, um, so, yeah, right five months after that, man, I lost my mom to a drug overdose. A drug addiction took her life. Wow. And, you know, it was in that moment, this realization that life is fleeting, right? And it was like, it was a, it was a eye-opening event in my life when a couple of months after that, I lost my grandmother final stages of dementia. So in one year's time, check this, I saw death at the beginning of life with my baby Callie Grace, middle age with the passing of my mom, end of life with my grandmother, and I realized we only get one shot, man. One opportunity this side of eternity, and that's all we got, man, to make an impact. Wow. And that's a three yeah. women in your life. Three women. Separate from your wife, your daughter, yeah, your mom, mom, your grandma. Wow. And so... We, you know, we so often talk about how, you know, having those tough situations kind of leads us into, yeah. you know, what we do and what we speak on and what we teach on and how we overcome and how we teach others to overcome. Talk about now this transition in the ministry. Are you, you know, youth pastor at the church? Are you pursuing opportunities outside the church? What's going on for you as a speaker at this time? So what happened, man, was I just, I've always been, that's going back to working offshore, going from roustabout to subsea engineer, my motto has always- I don't always, know what a roustabout is. It, hey, you just chase a crane ball, man. You just go out, you unhooking loads and all that stuff on the deck. Uh -huh. It's a lot of work. It's brutal, a lot of stairs, a lot of sweeping and mopping. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're yep. like the janitor of the rig, so to okay, speak. Okay, got you. And so you working your way from the, from the ground to the crown, you know, just mm -hmm. like in life. And so- and so, so subsea engineer. So subsea engineer wow. is in charge of everything below the water, man. Your blowout preventer, if you guys oh, remember the horizon. Yes, yeah, subsea. Subsea like engineer. No. So yeah, come on, Deanna. So, Deanna be with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deanna yeah. was like, I yeah. the same way. So, subsea. So with that, I I understood and I learned the value of keeping your head down. Hmm. 
right? And so I just kept my head down, man, yeah. going in ministry, and I fell in love with students. I just fell in love with teenagers, with where they were at. Mm -hmm. I could relate because I had. I wished I had that person in my life back in. I wish I would. I wish I had been open to receive Come on. that type of person Come back on. in in my life. You know what I mean? And so I fell in love with the opportunity to just serve the local church, man. And so it started from there, man, and I started speaking. And then next thing I know, kids would say, hey, can you come speak at our FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, could you come speak at First Priority? And I would go, and people would be like, yo, there's something here. Hey, can you come talk to our football team? Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, community is reaching out. Hey, can you come speak at our rec league? Come on. You know what I mean? And it just started from there. And then the pastor, you know, was like, hey, one Sunday, it was like, hey, we're going to let you preach big church. You know, that's the crown of, right. of mm. ministry when, you, right. get to, when mm. you get to preach the big service, right, right? from a right. youth pastor. And so I remember going up there, man, and I, and I had this message about Jesus just breaking chains, man, just, just breaking you free. And I had demonstrations, and I used some of my students in, in it. And I remember the reaction and the response, and it was just... It was powerful, and I and I still didn't relate that to me. Mm -hmm. I related that to you know God and the story that He had given me, just like I still do today, right? right. And so, in and through that, man, opportunities just started to come, mm -hmm. right? And they and they just started to happen so much so that it would conflict with ministry. Mm -hmm. And so, in and through the conflict mm -hmm. was where a lot of things, like like some some real come to Jesus moments. With like, okay, what do you what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. You know, and and, and what I, year was this when you were starting to have that conflict? And so so this would have been yeah yeah this would have been probably 2018, 2019, okay. right? Gotcha. And so we're we're really starting to have these different these different conflicts, and we're like, okay, and I'm talking to my wife, and she's like, Dustin, you have a gift. The world needs your gift, and so I didn't. You know, I knew that I wanted to try something. A buddy of mine sent me a whole nother speaker um, thing, a speaker uh, uh, academy thing. And, and so I was like, I'll take a look at this. Tried it. Really wasn't for me. I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not really about this. And then Mexico. Hmm. Right. Come on. And so yeah. we, you, you mentioned something about. Um, uh, information changes situations mm -hmm. on the last what episode you mentioned, but you mentioned applied information changes That's things, That's right? That's what they say. And so it wasn't until, you, you know, you, you know, ETA, Next Level Speakers Academy, all, all of that together, the community in and of itself changed my life. Wow. And it happened in a moment in uh, uh, Make Real Estate Real, actually, shout out Maul. And so um, in Make Real Estate Real, uh, I had gotten the game. I knew I wanted. I needed another vehicle. There right. were things in life that I wanted. There were places that I wanted to go, people that I wanted to see. And so I got an opportunity through Make Real Estate Real, through applying that information and, and, and actually acquiring properties, all of that to give my testimony. Mm. And, and so, so I'm in Mexico, see, because mm. I'm there for the conference showing yeah. love. Yeah. And I'm sitting back and I'm seeing Dustin on stage with his wife speaking. Sharing their message, they story, their testimony. I was thinking like, yo, my man got the juice. Yeah, yeah. And I sure. felt and I felt your heart. Yeah. And then, you know, we connected shortly after that. And that's when you was telling me, like, man, I feel compelled. I got some real estate investments going, but full time you pastor, like I'm looking at transitioning, you know what I'm saying, and really like being a professional speaker, like full time. And I knew then I was like, bro, you got the juice. Like this about to get really interesting. 
you know, and and here's the thing. At that time, man, I was I was scared to death. Hmm. I didn't know what that meant to say I'm a speaker. See, I didn't know I, I didn't know what that looked like to say I'm a speaker. I just remember I I remember as soon as I got off that stage, I remember Maul grabbed me and he said, "Bro, you were born for that stage." Mm, mm. I was just given a testimony right. of how I bought in a, a a building, right? Right. And next thing I know, he's like grabbing me, and so then we I run into you and Tracy, right? And right. you and Tra- at breakfast, yep. and you like grabbed me by my elbow and was like, "Hey, great testimony," mm-hmm. and I'm like. Bro, what is, you know, what is this? And we had swapped numbers. And when I came back to the States, I remember we talked. And it was in that moment you were like, hey, you've got, you, you know, you, you've yeah. got it. You, you yeah. need to step into yeah. this. And my wife, man, was behind me. And, and at that point, okay, man, so. I had, look, I had the blood in my eyes. Mm. It was like, man, we got, I got one shot at this life. It's showtime. It's showtime. I love it. And the key part, you said your wife. Yes. Back to you. Yes. Like, that's the superpower. Yeah. That's that battery pack. It's 100%. like, okay, if she backing me, because she could have been like, speaking, nah, you're doing the most, no more courses, but she she backed you, mm-hmm. but it's because she saw something inside you. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that real quick, because yeah. we got people that's listening to us, and they probably thinking like, man, I wish my wife would back me like this. Yeah. Like, okay, but you be forgetting to pick up the kids from school sometimes. Huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you forget to take out... The trash, or it might be some little small things you keep dropping the ball on, or you maybe you picked up five, six different hobbies over the last two years, and you you have about a three month track record, and then you mm. stop and start something new. There was obviously something inside of Dustin's life right. for his wife to say, "See, we a holistic podcast. Yeah. We're not going to just give yeah. you the game of speaking. We're going to yeah. show you what it takes to get to that next level right. and have those that love you and support you back you as well." It's obviously something your wife saw within you that made you say, "You know, it made her say, you know what? I'm a, I'm a back you. I'm a support you." I'm rock with it. Same with my wife. See, mentioned in a few episodes ago, my wife's love language is stability. Like, hands, affection, a random acts of service, kindness, words of affirmation, all that's cool. Let me check that bank account. Right. Let me ask right. some more zeros. Like, that's where her, for whatever reason, like, that's what she's like. That's that's my love language. For my wife to want to quit her job, Dustin, mm. walk away mm-hmm. from a great job with the government, bruh. Amazing boss, respected by her peers, winning awards to walk away, to support a knucklehead like me that went to three different schools for the ninth grade. But why? She saw me running ministry. She saw me out feeding community. She saw me being consistent. She saw when I said, I ain't touch no more alcohol, no tobacco, no weed, not a drop, like nothing. She saw me keep my temple pure. She's like, hey, he's a man of character. He's a man of integrity. He bought his business. So when I said, I'm thinking about quitting my job, she said, I believe in you so much, so I'm going to quit my job too. So I had to highlight that because somebody's, I felt it. I felt somebody saw, somebody's watching this and be like, see, I wish my wife would support me. That's what's holding me back. No, Mm. you and your lack of execution could be what's stopping your wife or your husband or whoever from supporting you and holding you back. Man, you speak it now. And and here's the thing, like a lot of people wonder like what, what does it take, right? What does it take to become a speaker? And it takes discipline, man. It takes yeah. a it takes a commitment. You think you want this life, yeah, man, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. are you are you about this life? Are you about it? And so one of those things my wife witnessed me. Uh, you know, I told you I lost my mother to a drug addiction, a drug overdose, took her breath or took her her last breath. Listen, I laid across my mother's chest in the hospital room while she took her last breath. Mm. Okay, I'm talking about people in the room yelling, Vicky, don't go. And I say out loud, I'm saying, Mom, it's okay, go home. Mm. Right? Not because I wanted my mom to go, but because I could see it, right? Mm. The life was fleeting. It was leaving. And her son 
was spiritually Teflon. Mm. Bump that Kevlar, mm. bulletproof. Come on. Yeah, yeah, and like so that. I'm ready to take that mantle of life that is fleeting from my mom, mm -hmm. and I'm ready to put that joker on my shoulders. And my motto that I say before every speaking engagement to people is, Let's go, right? And it's this, it's, it's, this, it's this intentionality that you think you have time, right? You think you have time to invest. But the fact is, is this life, listen, I got real flesh and blood rubbing shoulders with Jesus himself right now. I'm good. My daughter, my mom, Come right? On. I've got that mantle of life. She passed on my shoulders. And here's the thing. It's my responsibility to motivate inspire and empower everybody that i come in contact with and that's my goal man you can tell <laughs> hey so listen you could tell when somebody got it and it's like yo that's what jeremy and myself and everybody else saw in you when you came to mexico yeah. it's like if you can do that right there this is the industry for you. And that's what we were trying to tell right. people. And now you, you kind of stepped out on our faith too, right? Because yeah. we believed in you. Talk to us now about where you're, like, where you're at now. Like, how, like booking engagements. Obviously, yeah. you can't come to Mexico. You got a gig. But like, and I think you, we might have talked on the call the other night. We got we are, our, our weekly calls. Yeah, yeah. You asked me a couple questions uh -huh. on the weekly call. Let us know how you got from Mexico, youth pastor, and just yep. kind of doing your yep. thing. What... What was your first paid speaking engagement? Okay, okay. So so back up to the first question. The first question was, how did I get from Mexico to that? Yep. Because it sounds easy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was youth pastor. I made this decision to go out on a limb with Jay. And next thing you know, I'm booking gigs. And yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's not... It's not that easy. So I had to make a, 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 a mental, a spiritual, a physical commitment to step in and tell my pastor mm. that this is what I want to do. Do you know? Do you know the type of feelings that can be in that room? Yeah. That can be a tight, tension-filled yeah. room. And so it was actually Especially when you're good at what you do. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen, we're growing youth ministries. Yeah. I'm talking double these things. Yeah. And so, and so here's the thing, man. It was a conversation I had with Coach Crump. Shout out, Coach Crump. So I had a I had a conversation with him. He actually, I I had joined the community. I was trying to learn the game in hopes that I didn't have to make that conversation. Right, right, right. I right. just hoped it was just going to happen. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And so and so I remember Coach Crump calling, just, just kind of a wellness check. And I was like, bro, here's the thing, man. I'm a youth pastor. I don't know how to get paid. I said, I know how to go out and find opportunities. Yep. I can go to a, a football coach and say, hey, let me come and talk. And he said, Dustin, he said, just keep doing what you're doing. He said, just keep speaking. He said, just keep your head down. Yep. Keep doing what you do. He said, your character is going to speak for you. Come on. He said, eventually, you got to put it out in the world, though, man. Mm. He said, you got to tell people yeah. this is who yeah. you are, yeah. and this yeah. is what you do. And yeah. so I took those words to heart, man, mm -hmm. and, I, and I stepped out, and I went and had that conversation. And guess what, guys? My pastor backed me. Hmm. He backed me. Yep. He said, bro, we see this in you. Hmm. He said, you are an evangelist. Hmm. He said, I can see you churches, schools. Now, he doesn't know the whole laser, you know, but he's like, man, I can see you in all these areas. Right. Hmm. He's like, you have it inside of you and the world needs it. Hmm. And so that conversation that I was so afraid of, man, I think we demonize a lot of the, the fantasies or a lot of the dreams that we have. 
we make things seem so much harder yeah. than they actually are. Assumptions. Yes. We didn't get all, we didn't got all in our heads. Yeah. Now we question if it's going, we didn't have a whole conversation. And it's like, he might not even say that. Right. He might not. Right. And here's the thing. And so I went into it, man. And my church actually helped me to form a nonprofit, man, and step out. <laughs> and step out on into this, into yeah. this thing. And so, and so I stepped out, man, and through, you know, uh getting the game. I don't know how much game we're going into, right, right, or if right, we right, want right. to like save some of that, but it's like, hey, we started hitting the streets with donuts going to the schools. Yeah. Um, I got a Come good on. friend of mine. Guess yeah. what? He owns a Krispy Kreme Come in Dothan. On. Come on, bro. Gave That's dangerous, me, though. Hey, bro, gave me, gave me stacks. Your homie over the Christmas I go out with the free donuts, show I'll up at the school. I'll be passed out in a little diabetic yeah. shock. Yeah, man. And, and, and we're using these as gifts to, you, you know what I yeah. mean? Mm -hmm. to, to make everybody, everybody loves Krispy Kreme. So, everybody. So, let, so I want to I wanna tell a story, uh, see. I'm gonna I never got my question that. answered about the first gig and how much it was for. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, so, that's what happens when you got two speakers on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin told me about everything. But the gig. Right, <laughs> All right, right, so right. first gig, man. Yeah, I had yeah. a buddy of mine who was actually a GM at a Hyundai dealership. Come on, that Dothan. was one of our nuggets, man. Yeah. Right in your own yeah. phone. Yeah. Guess People what? Right Guess what? I was youth pastor to all three of his girls. Hmm. So when I stepped out on my own, on. he saw it and he's like, bro, I'm with you. I support you. He's like, come in to our leadership meeting and give us a, a, a message. And I stepped in 400 bucks, man. Come on. And and for a leadership talk at Hyundai at Dothan. And on. so I was like, right what there. What was the message about? Like, what did you go in there? What did you Oh, man. So so I wrote a book, Courage and Redemption, Six Battle Principles from the Story of Joshua. And I went in there to give them my six principles. And I went in there and Come gave on, one them. One more time. Whoa, you ran through that quick. What was it? So it was Courage, Courage and Redemption, the Six Battle Principles from the Story of Joshua. And so it was the story of Joshua from the Bible mixed yeah. with my story, hmm. right? And some applied principles you can apply to your life, man, mm. that will bring uh, uh, change. That will that will change your life, man. So it. that's what I that's what I went in with. And when I left out of there, I didn't know anything about cameras, setups, and any of that. He just took some photos from his phone and he sent them to me, and I used those, man. Mm. And from there, we just started building them. I'm telling you, man, it's something yeah. about that first check. Yeah. I don't care what the amount right, is, right? But to get paid and to know that people see this as something worth paying for, that's it. It does something for your confidence. So with that, see, funny you should say that. So I've gotten checks, right, that are bigger than that now. But that first check stub from Hyundai Adothan for four hundred bucks is on my mirror Come on. in my bedroom. Come on. There's something about that first. Cash to check. These just the stuff. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Right, just right, the okay, stuff. gotcha. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right, go ahead and cash that. That 400. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's something nice. Um, but yeah, no. So so from there, then boom. All yeah. right, cool. We got it. And Jeremy, did you want to get your question there? Because I want to build on the check. I want All right, I'm, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll back. save mine. Okay, yeah, so yeah. now you're getting paid. You got your first gig. What now, subsequently, what starts happening for you as a speaker? Okay, so as a speaker, I get my first gig, and then I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the edge, and I'm, and I'm trying to remember what you guys say all the time, but it's like it's hard in the moment to like remember these things, and you know, for a speaker, uh, a lot of the there's a lot of fear in there. See, mm -hmm. you feel mm -hmm. like once you speak, you've spoken for the last time, even if your book's six months out, eight mm -hmm. months out. 
you feel like this is the end of the road, right? Mm -hmm. Like eight months out and I'm done for. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's the fear. That's the lies that, that creep into the flesh. Yeah, yeah. And so I speak and I'm scared to death and I'm like, that's it. That's all that'll ever happen, right? And so um, through being in, in the Next Level Speakers Academy, I start like, okay, let's get the website on point. Let's, yeah. get, let's get EPK looking right. I hop on. on Canva, right? Yeah. I take a picture, some pictures of yeah. some stuff from some schools. Because yeah. I told you, I was a youth pastor. I've been in some schools. I've gotten some photos, yeah. right, from the past. And so and, and I start putting all these things on a website and and. Uh, um, on my EPK, my electronic press kit, right. so that I have something to present, man. Yeah. And so, and yeah. so, once that happened, yeah. Uh, and I just started pounding the pavement, man. I would have friends that would come through with opportunities, mm -hmm. right? I, man, I had God come through with opportunities. Come on, you you know how I know that to be true, but my team just texted me, reminded me. Tell them how many speaking engagements you got within that three month parameter. 25 plus See. engagements in in three months. Listen, and, and what that's, are we doing? I, man, 25 plus. And wow. let me tell you, some of those, it, it, it was just come from uh being a man of integrity. Yeah. Being being a man, somebody will reach out, see, yeah. and say, somebody will reach out and say, Hey, I've been following you for a while now in yeah. the background mm. and loving what you're doing. Mm. I've got this opportunity, on, man. man. Somebody just got sick and we need you to speak. Come on, man. Bro, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me, I want to tell them about, and then, yeah, and now yeah, I want you to talk yeah. about the importance of maximizing those opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So see one of my, one of my guys who's a very popular, successful speaker, shout out to Nathan Harmon. He reached out it was like, yo, Jay, I got this gig in Alabama. I'm not, I'm not able to make it. Something else happened. He was like, I know, I know you probably, you know, saying not gonna be available for it, but you got somebody you can recommend. I was like, yo, my man Dustin in Alabama. Mm. And I was like, I know he got the heart, I know he got the character. You give him a microphone, he can go. He was like, bro, I was thinking about Dustin. I'm gonna reach out to him. Dustin got the engagement, yep. paid. Yep. Tell him how many people you spoke in front 3, of. 3,000 people in the room, see? Come on, see. See, 3,000 people in the room, and it came at 10 o'clock at night. Come on, and listen, talk about I, it. I got to be, be in the room at No, 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 bump that, bump that. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit Dustin and said, look out for a call from Nathan. Dustin texted me at yeah. like maybe eight. Yeah, it was yeah. like, yo, yeah. bro, I didn't hear from him, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it didn't it's go a no-go, but it's all good. Yeah. Then you got that call then, at 10 o'clock at then night. Then I got the call, and mm. here's how dope having community and people around yeah. you is. And so once I let uh, Jay know, hey, I got the gig, yep. so so I don't... Nope, we don't bother Jay at night. Night, your time with your <laughs> yeah, family. Of course, you know of course, what I'm saying? Please, right. But he's calling, and he's like, hey, man, uh, congrats. But, bro, you got to have boom, boom, boom. You going on yep. at 9 in the morning. Do you have this, this, this? Yep. And I'm like, bro, I... I, I what you know and it's like yes i can make it happen yeah and so he's like you know do you of course i don't have a yeah. photographer this is happening in yeah. the morning bro and so he's like man you got to take your daughter and so she's got the she and, and so he's like you've got to capture footage Absolutely. of you going in and all of this and this is how important because speaking can be a lonely business man mm -hmm. if you don't have people mm -hmm. around you mm -hmm. it can be a scary dangerous sure. place of not knowing how to capitalize yeah so so we put all of this together. He, he, he's like, hey, call me at 7 in the morning. 
So I call him again at 7 in the morning. We run through this stuff. Boom, I gave boom, him boom, the boom. play again. I yeah. over-communicate. Over-communicate. And we get there and execute it, man. Mm. I mean. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Look My at that stage, Let me bro. see. So, so we're talking about <laughs> Make sure we put this in the pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got. We're going to put this up on the screen in the pile so you can see that. And so we're wow. talking about 3,000 students in the room, man. And, and all schools, right, that do um, beta mm -hmm. in the state of Alabama are here. I wow. am still capitalizing on wow. that opportunity wow. of, like, people saying, hey, we really enjoy. Hey, can you come talk here? Hey, can you come talk Great. there? And, and so it all came off of, man, just being obedient, keeping your head down, man, understanding the purpose. I'm big on purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm big on purpose. Like, like I want people to understand, Jay, that like when if, if they have breath in their lungs, right, God's not done with them, number one. Yep. But if they have breath in their lungs, they're here for a rhyme and a reason, sure. right? And it's my responsibility yep. to respond to that call to action, which is the breath in my lungs, man. Mm. And so. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. So, Dustin Rivenbark, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. Uh, what a word. Bro. Dust, man. There's so much more that, you know, we want you to share. Yeah. Um, I know this won't be your first or last time on here, but how can the people follow you? Let them know where they can, uh, you know, see your socials and yeah. they want to book you for a gig. Let them know. No doubt. DustinRivenbark.com, uh, my website, and of course, uh, my Instagram, at Dust. 214. Mm -hmm. That's D U S T 214. 214 is just Valentine's Day. Ah, so you can remember that. He filled with love. Yeah, filled with love, man. <laughs> hey, let's go out, man, and let's change the world. Oh, man. I appreciate it, man. Before we get out of here, as always on this pod, man, uh, I like to let my, my dog over there, mm -hmm. Jeremy Anderson, give us the butcher's cut. Now, the butcher's cut is that select piece of meat that the butcher usually keeps for himself. Mm. But uh, today, we letting Jeremy give you that uh that game. Go ahead. So I'm gonna Jay. give you the slice. I'm gonna give you the same slice that I actually gave Dustin, right? And the, some of the people in our community. He referenced donuts. And the fact that you got a Krispy Kreme plug is major, mm -hmm. right? So this is what I train people on. This was a game changer for me, right? And this doesn't just work in schools, this works in a lot of different industries. Because who don't like donuts unless you want to diet? You go and get, you find the different schools or organizations or whatever in your area, you find a 20-mile and a 50-mile radius, you circle it, and you begin to target those next to you. Because if you just pull up at the average high school and say, hey, I'm Dustin, I would love to come in and speak for your... They, they feel like you're trying to come and just get money from them. But when you come in and say, hey, I'm Dustin, and uh, man, just want to thank you all for what you do. I live here locally. I'm a national speaker. And y'all in my backyard, I just want to drop off some donuts, man, and kind of get to know y'all. Oh, it changes the game. Now you got women at the front office like, baby, now I'm on this diet, but give me them donuts, boy. What you want? What you really want? And now I'm like, all right, well, where the principal at? Where the assistant principal at? Where the guidance counselor at? And now that gatekeeper, because that them just the gate, that's my butcher's right. cut. The gatekeeper, it ain't man, it ain't the principal superintendent or the or the it's the person in the office right. that makes those moves. And I don't want some of them over where they like, baby, he'd be really busy. But I'll tell you what, give me your number. I'm gonna call you from this line yep. when he get in his office and I'm gonna patch you through. Cause they wanna see you win. Cause you done brought them donuts. So that's seven dollars that you spend on them dozen donuts gonna mess around and get you seven thousand dollar school contract. And so that's the bitch's cut. As opposed it's better, the word says it's better to give than to receive. 
So as opposed to showing up to organizations just asking for business, how about you going to earn their business and get to know them? And I came up with this model because I was a, I love the idea of being a pharmaceutical rep. I never got into the industry, but that's how I figured I can make six figures. Right. And I realized the pharmaceutical reps, in case if they want to build with the doctor, they bring in gifts, they bring in tickets to the game. It's always something that they have to gain a meeting with that doctor or that physician. I just took that same thing. And now to see that the donuts are working for you. Jay, let me tell you something. The donuts, <laughs> I, I kid you not, yeah. the donuts have put thousands of dollars in my family's hmm. pocket. Come on, bro. I'm, the donuts, yeah. all right? That entry point. That Make happens. sure we name it this works, episode man. the donuts. It you works, know what I'm man. Saying? Uh, Jeremy, appreciate that yes, butcher's sir. cut. Dustin Rivenbark. Yes, sir. I yes, got sir. it right. Let's that, go. That ain't an easy last name, dog. It's not. You know it's saying? not. That's a tough one. Every, uh, what, what, you remember Rookie of the Year? Yeah. You know, Roland, man, Gardner. Like, Roland Gardner. Roland <laughs> Gardner. He had it very, all movie he got my man name wrong. Uh, but nah, man, we appreciate you coming through. It's so much more to his story. Again, man, this, as always, is sponsored by NextLevelSpeakersAcademy.com. If you or anybody you know um, needs to be in this industry, speaker, motivational speaker, trainer, author, Anywhere in that line of personal development, man, and you want to come get trained by the best, that's Jeremy, that's Inky, that's E.T., that's myself. Shout out to Coach Crump, who's also running things. Shout out to Nicole. Shout out to the whole Next Level crew. Yeah. Everybody we got on the whole squad. Fire. Um, We are in here, man, and we are all here to serve and, and to help you get to that next level. Uh, here's a product, man. We just wanted to be able to show y'all, you know, somebody who came through and is doing amazing, incredible things, changing lives every single day. And uh, you could be doing the same. So join us at nextlevelspeakersacademy.com. And we out of here one more time through our guest, Dust. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. See y'all next week, man. Love. Appreciate you, bro.